When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Ian Fitzsimmons, that's him. Freddie Coleman, that's me. And for the guys that are in Canty and Carlin, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio. Thanks for joining the show on the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80. Tune in and tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. At least Kevin Durant may not have any of the kind of issues that his former teammate in Brooklyn is going through the Dallas Mavericks when it comes to Kyrie Irving. He is happy. He is with a team in terms of, yep, he's going to be there a while. You got Devin Booker. You got Chris Paul. You got DeAndre Ayton. You got Monty Williams. Everything is shaping up, even in a wild, wild west, that this is going to work, much to the delight of a Kevin Durant, because it did not work in Brooklyn. He thought that was going to be another ring for him with uh, playing with Kyrie Irving and also James Harden, even though he did that for 17 games. Boys. You know, I mean, he left basketball Valhalla, right, with Golden State, where he didn't feel. I know. I mean, like, whatever it was, you know, that some of these guys are married, and I'm single, and I just he kind of felt like an outlier, even though he won multiple titles and you know multiple you know NBA Finals MVPs. He decides his choice to go to Brooklyn to saddle up with Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. Oops, bad decision, horrendous Face- decision, faceplant. Oh, they won one playoff series. That's it. I mean, and as you mentioned, he hardened Kyrie 17 games. That's it. That's it. So now he gets traded to Phoenix. And, well, you know, he's saddling up now with with one of the best players in the game in Devin Booker, one of the best point guards, even though he's older, but he's still one of the best in Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton. His skill set. It does, I don't care what offense you're running. He, he'll, he's like a chameleon. Absolutely. He'll just morph right into it. So, you know, tonight they're a 10.5-point favorite against Charlotte. Um, no LaMelo ball. I don't know if I'd lay the 10.5, uh, but it's I, a big number in the ballet, man. That's You go double digits, I mean, that's a, that's a big number, and I expected it to be a big number upon his return. You couldn't ask for, in my opinion, Freddie, and I'm curious to get your thoughts on this. Okay. A better first opponent. Oh. Outside of the Houston Rockets, right? Then absolutely, uh, Lamelo Ballas, Charlotte Hornets for KD to now be incorporated into the starting lineup. Yeah, talk about having everything in an easy road. The only thing to make this better, Michael Jordan came out of retirement to make sure he couldn't run over his team by fifty. Because you're right, this is a team in the Charlotte Hornets. You, this is homecoming team where you're Alabama, you're playing breather. You, that's what this is when it comes to Charlotte Hornets and the debut for Kevin Durant. He feels so good about tonight. He used the word refreshing. And I guarantee you, he's never used that in his NBA career. Oh, uh, just my versatility. I know that can help me in a lot of different areas on both ends of the court. Being able to shoot the ball from different areas of the floor can help me, even if I don't, might not know every small subtlety in a play. Um, I can still try to figure it out, you know, just by movement and stuff. And you know, they've been guys been great at integrating me in all the sets and having a long practice so we can figure some stuff out. So it's been fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to try to get some. Uh, you know, translate that over to the floor and uh, see how we can keep building. Wow. A happy Kevin Durant. 
He sounds well, even happier with Phoenix. He hasn't played for them yet than at any time he played for the Brooklyn Nets. Well, one, he knows that Booker and Aiden and CP3 and the rest of his teammates are going to be out there. You didn't have that certainty with Kyrie Irving. You didn't know if he was going to go and, you know, on some excursion or whatever, or just a retreat and not you know, just go AWOL and not tell anybody. I mean, who who knows, right? So he doesn't have that uncertainty with these guys. These guys are all in and wanting to win. And there's no all. There's nothing else. Especially there's, there's no Earth is flat. Yeah. There's no. I'm not getting vaxxed, which was, was Kyrie's decision. Absolutely, I get it. But then you go AWOL, right? During that whole, you, you don't have the courtesy to call Kevin Durant your teammate or your head coach or your GM or your owner. He doesn't have to worry about any of that anymore. And again, that was his decision to go and saddle up with Kyrie. Now he gets traded to Phoenix. And you, you're right, Freddie. His tone of voice there. Completely different from anything we've heard yeah. probably since he was with Golden State before he got hurt. Yeah, no doubt about that. Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie coming together on Freddie and Fitzsimmons on ESPN Radio, part of Canty and Carlin. Here's something else with that, what you just said about Kevin Durant. Because we know as a basketball savant, he's tremendous. We talk about how smart LeBron James is about the game. Kevin Durant is not that far behind in terms of situations, how to play the game. Underrated defender, long, can make plays all over the place when it comes to Kevin Durant. That's not new news here with him. But how much has he been looking for kind of peace of mind that he may finally find with the Phoenix Suns? Because to me, it always seemed that he was on this eternal quest to find either basketball, Valhalla, even though he had a Golden State, but it wasn't to his liking off the court. Then he thought he could have a little bit by signing up with somebody that had a little bit more in common, or a lot more in common, than he had with Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green with the Golden State Warriors. And then Kyrie Irving was Kyrie Irving, even though people warned him. Now he's going to a team in a city that, A, has never won a championship. Phoenix Suns have been devoid of winning an NBA championship. You got a guy, Chris Paul, who is motivated to not have a ringless Hall of Fame career. You got a Devin Booker who can score with anybody. DeAndre Ayton, who seems to have whatever was going on between him and Coach Monty Williams, that's kind of settled down. Maybe the peace of mind he's been looking for on the basketball court with an organization, he's finally found it. Because I did not hear him sound anything like that when he left Oklahoma City to go to the Golden State or he pushes out of Golden State to go to the Brooklyn Nets. Well, I'm not going to go that far. Let's see what happens 10, 15 games in, right? And if he's not getting a certain volume of shots or whatever, I, I don't know. I mean, I you never think know. He cares you, about that you, volume of shots. You could be right. I mean, you, you never know with, with him. Again, this is a man who cares so much about what people say about him and what people think of him. He had burner accounts on Twitter. That's a fact. So. He sounds refreshed. I think the Suns are going to be a beast with him. They were a beast without him. Now with him, I mean, I've got him right there with Denver, the Clips, you know, as one of the teams to beat in the West. You have to. But let's – I'm, I'm, I'm still wait, reserving see, a little bit. I'm still reserving a little bit of judgment. I get to it. See, because the ego still goes a long way when you are that. Co- if if Book and Aiton and CP3 are getting a ton of the credit, right? And if there's any criticism toward him, we'll you know, see. Uh, we'll, we'll see. well, it's, uh, that that's why I'm going. Uh, they will the. 
I'm not going as far in and dumping it, jumping into the deep end of the pool okay. just yet. But yeah. to your point, and you are spot on, we have not heard that kind of a tone of voice, a refreshing tone from Kevin Durant in a long time. And you know, and if he plays anywhere near, because remember, before he got hurt, he was Kevin oh, Durant. Was, yeah, he yeah, was him. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, saying like, hey, yeah. you guys may have forgot, but I'm giving you a reason not to forget. If he's able to do even half of that with that lineup and that team, you're right. They're going to be a beast in the West. But do you uh, do you understand where I'm coming from? Oh, as I far do. as you, yeah, you, just kind of, yeah, let's let's see how this whole thing does play right. out. 15, 20 games in. Well, maybe experiences that you've gone through that you wanted to be a part of. You said to yourself, okay, this is what it used to look like before I decided to sign with Kyrie Irving, and that went that way. It was expected. No one expected to be like that with Kyrie words, Irving. Everything's going to be refreshing after that. After, <laughs> AKI, after Kyrie Irving. Exactly when it comes to Kevin Durant. Don't forget Canty and Carlin presented by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay, benefits, and one of the country's top workplaces? Come join their growing team. Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. Police have secured arrest warrants for former Georgia star Jalen Carter, stemming from the top NFL draft prospect's alleged involvement in a fatal crash involving a teammate. Details of the investigation cited evidence Carter and LaCroix were operating their vehicles in a manner consistent with racing shortly before the crash. Everyone that knew this went down had to know that this was going to come to the forefront at some point. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman together on Canty and Carlin, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80. Tune in and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. For those who don't know the story involving Jalen Carter, top draft prospect at the University of Georgia, charged with racing in a fatal crash that happened on January 15th that wound up taking the life of 24-year-old Chandler LaCroix and also his teammate Devin Willock. They were in one vehicle while he was in the other vehicle, Jalen Carter, and he's been charged with reckless driving and racing in connection with that crash that involved the deaths of those two, including one of his former teammates. Cole Kublik from the SEC Network joined us earlier, and we found out about this now, meaning Jalen Carter's involvement. Cole Kubik says that wasn't a secret. I'm 100% sure that they knew about it because I knew about it. And, and I know multiple other people inside the media that knew about it. It wasn't a real big secret. Something that, that a lot of folks had been kind of discussing behind the scenes. And just I think there was some curiosity as to legally how it was going to play out. And, and now we'll see, you know, how that affects things moving forward. It's unfortunate. You know, the tragic loss of life is what should be focused on more than anything else right here. And that is, you know, two young people who had a lot of life to live. You know, are not going to be able to continue that life, and, and their families are going to be without them moving forward, and that in and of itself is, is unspeakable. But uh, Jalen Carter obviously has a lot in front of him right now from the draft, from the combine. He's going to be talking to NFL teams. There's, there's a lot in front of him as to you know, what his future holds, and this is obviously going to impact it. How much? We don't really know. Cole right there talking about how you know, when we asked him, and Georgia had to know about this. Mm-hmm. Why did they get out in front of this story? And, and and we are in step with him. The number one thing to remember here is not about the impact on draft status for Jalen Carter. And whether he falls to your team, possibly in the NFL draft, which I don't think his draft stock is going to fall that far. I'm with you. But it's a tragic loss of life with recruiting, you know, analyst and 24-year-old Chandler LaCroix and Devin Willock, you know, 20-year-old offensive lineman and a teammate of Jalen Carter for, for Georgia. But mm-hmm. in interviews reviewed by the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, Carter misled prosecutors. 
first claiming he was a mile away from the accident before later admitting he was alongside the car that crashed, killing LaCroix, who was driving, and her blood alcohol content Mm. was .197. Don't, you know, as far as all reports are right now, Jalen Carter was not, I want to emphasize, was not under the influence, but... By reports, he was illegally racing the other vehicle. So, you know, again, tragic loss of life. That's number one. Now, number two to the shallow part of it, right? Jalen Carter and his draft stock. Um, Freddie, I don't think he falls out of the top five. I'm with you. It, it, this is a, a misdemeanor charge right now ale- in, where he's alleged to have been racing the other vehicle. But, you know, I, I remember going into last year's NFL draft prep, which where we were part of uh, with Mike Tannenbaum, you know, and, uh, you know, Justin Reed. And, and I think this year it's going to be Canty and Carlin, as a matter of fact. Uh, but, you know, going into draft prep last year and talking about the five Georgia Bulldogs who were taken in the first round alone. And then throwing to Kobe Dean with a shoulder injury, he falls to the third round of the Eagles. You know, but you're t- I mean, that defense was, was just remarkable. Every NFL scout, every NFL general manager I talked to said, look, as great as Jordan Davis is, and, you know, and he's, I mean, 88's the best player on that defense. 88's Jalen Carter. I mean, so Jalen Carter is is still going in the top five. The bigger question I pose to you, Freddie, is this. Is what? Georgia knew about this. Mm Mm-hmm. Going back to that January 5th, or whatever it was, you know, I think it was 5th, 25th. Yep. January 15th. 15th. Mm Mm-hmm. Why, if you knew about it, and Cole's talking about how he he knew about it, you know, and, and other other people knew about this. Why not get out in front, not from a PR standpoint, but from a just a yeah, from an ethical and moral standpoint, and just get out in front of it. Well, you use the term and the words ethical and moral, and how much of that is going to be completely devoid in big time college athletics that could harm the program. And harm athletics. By the way, that night, that day that happened, is the same night that Brandon Miller was involved in that situation in Alabama. Both of those events happened on January 15th that involved that whole deal. Uh, That's on the same day. So you can make whatever connection. I'm just stating what it was. People who may not understand, Brandon Miller was asked by a teammate to bring him his gun. It was his card, Mm -hmm. and And a young lady was tragically killed. Right, exactly. Both of that happened on the same day, January 15th, where Jalen Carter decided to make a, a terrible choice. The same thing with Chandler LaCroix, speeding throughout the wherever they were, and her blood alcohol levels were .197. But going back to answering your question about why didn't I get in front of this, Georgia and Alabama did not think that was going to become public consumption. Alabama had no reason to say anything about Brandon Miller until it was made known last Tuesday in a court of law, when somebody well, the, said, "Hey, the, he the police brought, detective exactly it, when the police detective on, let the information yeah. right, let that information be known that hey, he's the one according to text messages brought the gun in his car to his teammate and wound up shooting that young lady who's now left a five year old kid without a mother. The same thing happened with Georgia. They and Alabama were not thinking for one second that this was going to be something that people find out about, so they didn't feel the need to get in front of it. You're right. The timeline is completely the fact that this stayed this. Under wraps this long in this day and age is remarkable because there's always somebody got a big mouth that's going to say something about that. But everybody kept it close to the close to the grip because the police report did not state anything until 
And that's why Jalen Carter had an, a, a bench warrant for an arrest warrant that he's going to turn himself in. And Alabama didn't get out in front of it. They did not think for one second that anything was going to be made to the public's knowledge. And the minute that it happened, and now they're scrambling. They're trying to spin doctors any way they want. The fact of the matter is you knew what was going on. Lives were lost, but yet you were so callous as an athletic program that you worried more about protecting the players in the program than worrying about what was the right thing to do in terms of making a statement and showing any kind of concern and compassion for the people who are no longer here on planet Earth when it comes to the Alabama situation and the Georgia situation. Yeah, in both of these, and again, the the main focus is on the loss of life. It should but, be. But Alabama, the moment that you know that Brandon Miller is the, the, the young man who brought the gun to the teammate who ends up using the gun you know, and Miller, I guess, told, you know, uh, you know, attorneys and prosecutors, it, it was, you know, mm-hmm. those can be in self-defense. Right. Don't, it, whatever, it doesn't matter, right? The moment that you know this, suspend him for two games, three games, whatever. You know, whatever you, I mean, just not after it becomes public, mm-hmm. the moment you know Suspend the young man. Well, and, I, I, and then with Jalen Carter, if you're Georgia, I know he's no longer a part of your program, but is, at least, you know, to me, issue the statement of transparency. <laughs> we know that he was there. You know, investigators are, are – the investigation is ongoing. I, I don't understand how in this day and age, I don't care what the program is, college, right. NFL, NBA, Major League, I don't care. It, it's going to come out, get out, and and be proactive, not reactive. Here's the deal for Jalen Carter and Brandon Miller. I'm not your father, but I'm going to act like your father. Make better decisions. You're not, we're, not talking about, we're not talking about five, six-year-olds here. Yeah. If yeah. somebody calls me and says, hey, Freddie, get my gun, my answer is no. Yeah, I'm not doing that. When somebody says, yeah. get my gun, like, no. a red, a red yeah. flag goes up. I'm right? saying, dude, if you don't have your gun with you, you better call the police. Or you better call Tyrone or somebody else. You're not calling me to get your gun. And if you're, and if you're jailing Carter. The first Carter, option, the yeah, first one. It's, I'm not yeah. doing it. And if you're jailing Carter, there's no reason for you to be speeding 100 miles an hour with somebody else connected to your program just to have fun, whether you're under the influence or not. Make better choices, make better decisions. Take time. Take a heartbeat to say, why am I supposed to do this? And the answer is, I, I have misgivings about it, then don't do it. That's what it comes down to. When it comes to the draft and this news coming out, the day he was supposed to speak at, you know, at the podium at the NFL Combine, like, that, to me, that's also no coincidence, right? No. Not None all. whatsoever. But on the shallow side, but this is what most NFL fans are thinking. You know, his draft stock, mm-hmm. by the time the draft comes around and on April 22nd, he's still going to be a top five pick. And the same thing with Brandon Miller of Alabama. They'll both be top five picks, and the news cycle will move on, whether you want to hear that or not. Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie Coleman together. Thanks for joining us on Canty and Carlin. And Ian mentioned the National Football League, and we go on the field. And which general manager told teams – Leave our player alone. That's next on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. In for the guys today on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. Tune in and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Say clean scales. Hit us on Twitter at Coleman ESPN and at Ian Fitz ESPN. Say night to you fellas early in the evening, although it's still strange hearing you guys in the daylight instead of the darkness. <laughs> Cole Kublik said the same thing. You know, college football analyst from the SEC Network, former yeah. Auburn Center, who's normally is on with us every Tuesday. Uh-huh. Adding that around 10 p.m. He's like, dude, what? 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 We all right? I mean, what, who, what, weird? We, uh, is this Stranger Things when the upside down? I mean, what the oh, hell's man. going on around here? Right side up, upside right. Yeah, all that was going on. But we really appreciate you guys hanging out with us as we're on a little bit early than we're normally used to being on. And speaking of early, the combine always starts early, always has a lot of entry. We're going to do a little combine confidential. We did it earlier in the show about two hours ago, and we liked it so much. We're going to bring it back with different things in which we hear, but we'll tell you exactly what they meant to say or what we heard. For example, Duke Tobin, Bengals general manager. A lot of discussion about T. Higgins' his wide receiver. Duke says, back up off my player. I'm not in the business of making other teams better. I'm in the business of making the Cincinnati Bengals better. And so trading T. Higgins is not on my mind. That's their problem. They want a receiver. Go find your own. You know, in, in my my opinion, you know, T. Higgins is a good piece for the Cincinnati Bengals. So the trade stuff is a little ridiculous right now. Ian, he said it. You heard what? Made me an offer. <laughs> you heard I mean, that? I'm, hold on, look, man. Really? Every single director of player ops, general manager, if you aren't listening to every offer, you're a fool. So he sent out a message. T. Higgins is a Cincinnati Bengal. I'm not moving him, which tells me, right, if I'm, say, the GM of the, I don't know, New England Patriots, you want a weapon for Mac Jones. Price just went up, buddy. Right? So that's what I heard. If I'm Bill Belichick, son of a biscuit, if we wanted T. Higgins, all right, it's not a first rounder, right? It's a first and a, and, and a sweetener. Uh, it was a brilliant move by Duke Tobin, but guess what? Every single player I'd take a phone call for, I might hang up on most of them, 
but I'm still wielding that phone call. And what he did right there, if you wanted him and you thought you could go get him, you just drove the price up dramatically. I didn't hear that at all. I heard from Duke Tobin, look, I got a quarterback in Joe Burrow, and I'm keeping weapons around him. A guy like T. Higgins to be a perfect Robin and a Batman as Jamar Chase. If we have to overpay for him, we'll deal with that down the line. But Joe Burrow likes him. I like him. <laughs> Joe Burrow wants him to stay here. I want him to stay here. You can try to make me an offer. I'm not about to hear it. I'm not even answering the phone. Y'all need to back up off of me and back up off of my player. Speaking of players, Eric DaCosta, Ravens general manager. Uh, that whole Lamar Jackson, that's a yardstick measuring contest right now involving the Ravens and Lamar Jackson and the guaranteed money. But Eric DaCosta is still in the good ship lollipop. He says, we don't want Lamar to leave. Well, you can't win in this league without a strong quarterback. I mean, that's been proven. So we want Lamar here. Um, we think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's certainly one of our best players, uh, and we want him back. And so, yeah, we understand that. Uh, living in a world without a quarterback is a, is a bad world to live in, uh, and I think there's a lot of GMs and coaches who would probably say that who are living in that world right now. We're aware of that. Um, I think we've been uh, blessed since 2008 to have Joe Flacco and, and Lamar Jackson, and uh, my goal is to continue that. Okay, he said it. Ian, what did you hear? I heard he really wants to keep Lamar Jackson, but at a certain <laughs> at a certain price, right? Yeah. Here's the thing, and you and I have talked about this a lot. I mean, everyone's talked about this a lot. The Ravens' stance is, we're not going to pay you north of what Deshaun Watson got in that that outlier contract that Cleveland gave him because they, because they were so desperate. You, because you have not finished the last two months of the season, mm-hmm. the last two years, meaning missed what four games last year what, five games this past season in the dash for cash, meaning that that run to get playoff checks and make a playoff run. Lamar Jackson's stance is, did you see what your team was without me out there the last two seasons and the last two months? So it, it's each side has an option, right, and, and a card to play. Bottom line is, just get the deal done, man. Mm-hmm. Give him, you know, a two hundred fifty million dollar contract, you know, with two hundred guaranteed, and go play football. But I heard DeCosta going, "Hey, we want him, but but yeah, Lamar, I want to stay, but mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah. What did you hear? Yeah. What, what I hear was kind of on the same line, a plea." For Lamar Jackson from the Ravens. They're like, look, you know how we feel about you. I I hate it that we're at this point right now. Hey, Lamar, we want to pay you. Not Deshaun Watson guaranteed money. That's not going to make any sense for us. And if that's where you are as far as this goes, then we'll find somebody that will take you and we'll get some draft capital and assets and everything like that. But that's not what we want to do. We flipped over entire offense for you because we believed in your skill set. We traded back into the first round because we believed you could be not just a quarterback of the future, the quarterback of the present. And when that turned out sooner than later, we said, we can flip this around because that guy is special. That guy right there can do things that people have not seen. So, yeah, we want you to be healthy. We want you to be at the end of the season and being involved in those games because we know you're better on the field with us than not on the field. But... uh, Sort of meat is not halfway, but a little bit of the way. And if you do that, then something can get done. 
what do you think about my idea right there? I'll, 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 off the okay. top of my head, right? Two fifty, mm-hmm. but two hundred guaranteed. Yeah, th- that should be enough. But if he's hell bent on two thirty five okay. and one penny, then that's where it gets it, it stays sticky. Just got a text message, and I forgot about this. Okay. That is essentially what they offered him last year, and he turned it down. Well, they, because he wants what he wants. And he has he a wants fig- $1 more than Deshaun Watson. Absolutely. Just like Nick Saban, wanting to be the highest paid coach in college football. If somebody's making $12 million, he's going to get $12 million and an extra 100 cents. That's how that goes. That's what Lamar Jackson wants. Last but not least, Chris Ballard, coach GM, got a brand new coach. Maybe they can move to get the number one pick from the Chicago Bears. He said, To move up, there's got to be a guy worthy of it. Everybody has just automatically stamped that you've got to move up to one to get it right. I, I don't know if I agree with that. That's going to be the narrative. And that's okay. Y'all got to write something. You got to keep the news flowing. I don't necessarily know <laughs> if that's the, the right course of business. When we meet as a staff and we say, okay, this is what we need to do. This is the guy for the next 10 to 15 years, and we think he's the right guy. Sure, we'll do it. But who's to say we won't get one at four? He just said it right there. Yep. Mm-hmm. If we are convinced that that's our guy for, for the next 12 to 15 years, you do it. But who's to say that Will Levis might be there at four or C.J. Stroud? I think one of those three, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis will be there at four. Yeah. Do you really want to move up? And get rid of a lot of that draft capital exactly. if you don't have to, Freddie. Yeah, there's no need for us to move up, but there's no John Elway in this draft. <laughs> we'll take who we can get, and we'll feel pretty good about that. There's no need to help the Bears and weaken ourselves with a brand-new quarterback. And Hendon Hooker will be there probably in the second round. Let that sink in. And remember that name, quarterback Tennessee Volunteers. That is Ian Fitzsimmons, Steeler of the Draft here. Joining me, Freddie Coleman on Canty and Carlin, presented by Progressive Insurance. And modern college athletics, the future started today, and you definitely missed it. We'll explain that next on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Here on Canty and Carlin, Freddie Coleman and Ian Fitzsimmons in for the guys today on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80. Tune in and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We start with the first one. The last day for the NCAA in terms of the past is now over. The first day of the future begins today because Mark Emmert is no longer president of the NCAA. Hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back no more, man. Get, hey, I, I have called Mark Emmert direct deposit for years now because all that man cared about was his direct deposit. He was paid nearly $3 million a year yeah. just to be a pinata. And he did not care. NIL, you guys want it? Here you go. Take it. No guardrails, no nothing. Chaos. 
Transfer portal. You guys want it? Go right ahead. I'm going to give a two-year-old a bowling alley without you know bumpers on the gutters. Knock yourselves out. Did not care. And here's the thing. Schools had so little respect for Mark Emmert and his lack of authority. Remember this? When Snoop Dogg, while Kansas basketball was under investigation by Mark Emmert, direct deposit himself in the NCAA, Kansas went and got Snoop Dogg to play Midnight Madness, mm-hmm. and he made it rain all over, $100 bills all over Kansas players. I mean, he had, you know, road lizards on, on, on poles out there on the court. As almost a big old basketball finger to Mark Emmert. It was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Mark Emmert on his way out. Thank you very much. Charlie, the touchdown maker, Baker, (laughs) former governor of Delaware. Come on in. I am so happy about the future with Charlie Baker in as a new NCAA president because it couldn't get any worse with Mark Emmert, direct deposit, being in there, but I'll tell you this also. Direct deposits thrilled to be leaving because it's chaos that Baker's walking into yeah. right now in college athletics. After twelve years of making twenty nine million, this may be the signature point of Mark Emmett's role and also part of his reign as NCAA president. And here to present the trophy is the head of the basketball committee to coach self in the Kansas City Jayhawks. If that doesn't if that's not the epitome of incompetence and not caring about anybody else but yourself, then that is not Mark Emmert in a nutshell <laughs> when it comes to that. <laughs> oh, man. You can't make it up, right? Only, only us can put Snoop Dogg and Mark Emmert in the same sentence, which is what we do here. <laughs> Speaking of the Kansas City Chiefs, former NFL groundskeeper George Tome, who used to be in charge of things at Arrowhead Stadium as the groundskeeper for that team and also the NFL and Super Bowls, he said the Super Bowl field this past Super Bowl 57 – was overwatered. Not my words, his words. Ian Fitzsimmons, because the Eagles, they complained about not having enough traction, not having enough this. But even George Toma from an NFL groundskeeper said, yeah, the field in Arizona? Oh, there's no question. That was overwatered, according to Josh Weinfuss, who does a great job part of ESPN NFL Nation covering the Arizona Cardinals. Man, you and I talked about this right after that game. It's not just that Super Bowl, but not one but two national championship games that, that you field. had guys slipping all over that field. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who's in charge of it. I have no earthly idea, mm-hmm. but get it right. Because if you're going to have games of that magnitude, you can't have a field yeah. that is not up, forget up to par, right. but immaculate. Yeah, Toma told ESPN what he does, he waters the hell out of it, meaning a groundskeeper, and puts it right into the stadium and that's it. Never see sunlight again. He can't do that. There's a reason why George Stone's called the sod father because he knows things like that that can make it very equitable for both teams trying to be on their best and stay on their feet in Super Bowls. And last but not least, and this is a public service mess for me, Freddie Coleman, because I use these things as part of my workout when it comes to kettlebells. Padres pitcher Joe Musgrove fractured his toe by dropping a kettlebell on his left big toe. The manager, Bob Melvin, said Musgrove, who, by the way, they gave a lot of money to in free agency, projected to be the number two starter, will not throw for at least a couple of weeks. Kettlebells are undefeated. You do not want to make a mistake or have that slip anywhere near your person. This PSA brought to you by Freddie Coleman. 
Easy E, Eric Hanneman, one of our producers. You had a question for Freddie, yeah. and that was? I mean, how does that happen? How, if, how, if, how do you drop a kettlebell? If you're not, if we, they have what they call Russian swings, where you take it. You can do like a run-arm Russian swing or both arms, where you, you take it, put it in front of you and between your legs, and you do that. Yeah, that's you get fatigued. Right? Right. You get fatigued. Dude, that's fatigue, going right. Or you don't have the right kind of grip. But you're straddling. You're strad- but if you do the one-arm ones, you're putting it in front of your body. Okay. You're doing one, and you're switching arms. That's probably how that happened. He probably wasn't doing like the two arm Russian swings. He probably did the switching of the arms. And if you make sure you don't, you make sure you have the grip. If you don't have that grip, somebody's toes is going to pay the price. All I can think of when I saw this story was quick in Harlem Nights. You shot me in my pinky toe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. That's what I'm talking about. Della Reese, one of the all time great characters in that movie. That was, like a, that was like a who's who of comedians between Red Fox. Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor. That was, like a, that was like a wall of hall of fame of comedians in that movie. But like I said, if you're doing kettlebell exercises, the most important thing, grip. The second most important thing, what I said, the most important thing. You lose your grip on the kettlebell, kettlebell's undefeated. Take my words. Take my you're word for it. At you are sweet as sugar. <laughs> oh, boy. We're not getting fired off this show. Mm-mm. We're not getting fired off our show. You put I got Harlem Knights quotes in your head right now, Yes, don't I? you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> Tommy, quick. Tommy. Anyway, <laughs> Joe and Amber comes your way next. We're going to be back at it tomorrow, provided we're not Are injure we? ourselves in a kettlebell exercise. Yes, we will. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. Shut in for the boys here in Canty and Carlin on the mighty ESPN Radio. Oh, yeah. Forget Come on. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.